Hello again. This is a continuation of the previous episode where we talked about culture, definitions of culture, and some of the approaches to culture teaching. In this episode, inshallah, we'll carry on and we'll uh, cover the intercultural approach and then move to why teaching culture is important and what are some of the current heated issues related to culture teaching in EFL and of course, who are some of the major scholars in this field. So the intercultural approach emphasizes the development of intercultural competence and what is intercultural competence? It is the ability, skills, knowledge to effectively communicate, collaborate and build relationships with people from other different cultural backgrounds. It helps learners to develop empathy, open-mindedness, ability to negotiate cultural differences and conflicts. This approach was developed by Michael Byrne and it draws on the work of scholars in anthropology. Now, why teaching culture is important? In a nutshell, it will make learners better understand their own culture. By means of comparison with the target cultures. This in turn will promote cross-cultural understanding. Also, it develops tolerance towards other cultures and enhances cultural awareness and sensitivity and helps learners communicate effectively and appropriately in different cultural contexts. So, what are some of the issues that are related to teaching culture in EFL? First thing first, in a globalized world, the question is what culture to teach or which culture to teach? According to Crunch, language teaching should not focus on teaching a particular culture, but on developing learners' intercultural competence, which involves the ability to communicate effectively across different cultures, as we mentioned before. Well, logically, the question to which culture or what culture to teach depends on the goals and objectives of the educational curriculum and syllabus, and learners' needs and interests, of course. But Claire Crunch argued that teaching one culture can lead to stereotyping and oversimplification and perpetuate cultural biases and prejudices. So what is the solution to that? Another issue, and this is like always be, will be an issue in EFL or in, in ELT. How are we going to, to assess cultural and intercultural competence? Now, Major scholars, we already talked about them. They are Michael Biram and um, Claire Crunch. There are other contributors to this field, but I have chosen these two. So Michael Biram is an educational British researcher whose works like Teaching and Assessing Intercultural Communicative Competence and his other work from foreign language education to education for intercultural citizenship, they were very influential. He developed a model of intercultural communicative competence that provides a framework for teaching culture in EFL. His model includes five components. We have attitudes, knowledge, skills, critical cultural awareness, and intercultural communicative competence. Aya Biram argues that 
Language learners must develop all of these components in order to be effective communicators in intercultural context. Claire Crunch, Claire, Claire Crunch, Jean Jaya, the, the female version of Scott Thornberry. She, she has written extensively on the importance of teaching culture in foreign language education. And just to recapitulate, she argues that culture should not be treated as a set of facts or information to be learned, but rather as a dynamic and complex system of meanings and practices that must be understood and negotiated in context. Claire Crumsh advocates for an approach to culture teaching that is based on critical reflection and inquiry and that encourages students to engage with cultural difference and challenge their own assumptions and values. Well, that's it for this episode about language and culture. Of course, we'll talk about other matters in this field in the upcoming episode, inshallah. Take care and have a nice day.